Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the greatest show on earth, broken but glorious. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious. I'm Chris Lappin. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Mr. Williams. How are you doing this evening, sir? Not bad, Mr. Lappin, not bad. <laughs> How have you been since we last spoke? Uh, uh, I've been very busy, but not um, with wrestling. I've had a lot of stuff going on at home, um, which we can get into if you like. Uh, reasons I kind of stepped away from wrestling for a little bit, wound down yeah. what I was doing and where I was working. Um, but now... Decided to come back and do a few bits and bobs. Yeah, if you want to get into why you've been away for a while, I'm really interested to hear why. So. Uh, but what it was, I don't, I don't know if um, away from Mr. Williams, I'll be Paul Williams for a bit now. Yeah. <laughs> um, what it was, me, my wife had a, a brain uh, on the, a bleed on the brain. Sorry. Wow. In September 2017, um, she was very lucky, believe it or not. She wasn't like uh, impaired, kind of visually or speech or. Not much physically either. She was very. We have been very, very lucky. Um, mm. Could have gone either way at one point. Wow. Um, so that kind of makes you realise, you know, why you're here and, and why you're with the people that you're with and stuff. Kind of changes your perception a bit. Um, but I did. I did keep working. Um, not as much as I was, but I did keep working. I was still. I was still busy working for a few companies. Um, but as the weeks went by and as the, as the shows went by, um, I realised I, 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 not that I didn't want to be there, but really I shouldn't have been there. No. I should have been home looking after my wife, if you like. So that's when I made a decision. Uh, I think it was around April time, the following year, yeah. um, that I was going to start winding down, uh, which I think I actually stopped in August. I think that was one of my last shows. I think the I think actually the island show was was one of my very last ones. Yes, with um, the Billy Norton storyline coming to uh, a big close. Yes, that was a great was great storyline. So nearly two years long, wasn't it? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was basically from the very first island show, um, from again my very last island show. Um, Billy's still there. Obviously, he's been doing his thing for the last twelve months. Um, still entertaining the fans and stuff. Still being the, the blue eye that he is. Um, but in the meantime, I've literally just been keeping myself fit. Um, I've got into cycling um, pretty big. I always go, whenever I get into anything, Chris, I don't know if you, if you know about me, but I get into it like with comfy. Yes. Oh, I've now got three bikes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've done my first century. Um, so I'm still keeping fit away from wrestling, if you like. I've been, I've been back to IWA a couple of times um, just to pop my head in and say hello because basically everything that I got to do um, in my opinion, was down to Andy and RWA. Um, I was very lucky when I found RWA when I did, when I first started, and to have that as my training school. So um, I've kept, I've kept me, me face in there every now and again, if you like. Yeah, so, um, so that, as I say, for those who listeners who didn't hear the first interview, why did you decide to do on the tights and get in the ring? Because you did it at, I don't, was it 36 you started training? Was it? Yes, it was, yeah. yeah. 36, I was, yeah. <laughs> the, oldest, the oldest trainee in the game. Wow. Um, it was literally just a case of, I've I I watched it since I was like 15. WrestleMania 7 was the first, first time I ever watched wrestling. Yeah. Um, and just with Bobby Heenan and Gorilla on the commentary um, and the matches, even, I still remember, I think there's a promo with Slick and the Warlord 
and the match is with Davy Boy Smith. Um, and I still remember every every word of that slick promo. Oh, <laughs> so I, I still remember that promo. Um, there was a cracking tag match with I think it was the Rockers against Barbarian and Haku. Bit of blast in the past for you there, and it was just it was just proper good. Was that the, um, like. now, now when, go on. Oh, was it the Battle Royal at the Albert Hall or something? That show. No, it was no. Mania, Mania, WrestleMania Seven. WrestleMania Seven. Of, are you thinking of UK Rampage? Maybe, yeah. I'm sure. I think, I'm that, sure, might, I'm sure, I think that might have been uh, not. I think that was not long after WrestleMania Seven. Yeah, I think. Um, so I'm sure it was so cool, yeah, so, cool. so I got in, I got into it that way, and then I was at. I went to again. I got into it like big time. I was going to all the local. Whenever they came over, I went to the shows. Yeah, so I've seen the likes of Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker, um, all like live and stuff. Um, I actually went to SummerSlam 92. Uh, um, anyway, fast forward a lot of years, and I went to a <laughs> local show with the kids, which was RWA. Um, and I saw a guy in the crowd, and, I, and saw him in the queue, and I was like, I know him, but I don't know where from. So, not being shy, I just walked over and said, I know I know, I know you, but I don't know who you are. Sounds strange. And it was actually Gaz Rotten, whose house I'd watched WrestleMania 7 in. <laughs> which was like my coincidences. Um, so he said hang around uh, we'll have a chat later so I'm thinking he's one of the parents so I'm sat in the crowd and he comes through the curtain he's a wrestler I'm like oh shit he's made it he's a wrestler <laughs> brilliant um, so yeah so that, that's basically how I got into it um, that's probably a long a short story long that one but, uh, <laughs> but yeah so that was it then I just started training um, I got to do way more than I ever thought I would do Um I was lucky enough to work for quite a few good companies. Um, got to wrestle in America, um, Australia, Belgium, um, up and down the UK. I think I only ever did one show in Scotland. Uh, worked for BWP North Wales and CCW North Wales. Um, I was fortunate enough to do some TV work uh, and film work actually with WAW. Yeah, wow. Um, with the Night with the Night Family, who still to this day. Um, I'm very, I'm very proud of that, of that, of that fact, if you like. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I'm still in touch with WAW, with Ricky, Julia, um, Roy, Zach. Not, not like on an everyday basis, but we're on Facebook. You know, I'm always with Facebook friends. Yeah, and stuff. definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I was, um, and all that for me anyway was was thanks to RWA. Um, teaching me the right way, the right things, the right, in my eyes anyway, the right things, the right way. Um, and, and basically the ethos of that school is how I look at wrestling um, I kind of did that anyway but uh, it was just a really good fit for me and I'll, I'll be forever thankful to Andy so there we go yeah I've, ne- I've never heard anyone have a bad word against ROA I've interviewed probably half the school <laughs> so. yeah, yeah probably yeah <laughs> so um, how did the idea for the Mr Williams character come from? Well, I think I might have told you this last time. I actually had three gimmick ideas. Yeah. Um, and one was a clown, like an old doink kind of clown. <laughs> um, one was actually a raver in like the white in the white overalls with the glow sticks with the like an old. If you remember the group, the band like the group Alternate. Yeah. Which were like an old rave rave group, if you like. Early um, early nineties, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Because back in the back in the early nineties, I was. <laughs> I was I, I was that guy with glow sticks. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
going clubbing every week. That's where I actually met my wife, New Year's Eve, 96, 97, wow. in Bowlers, in Manchester. Um, so, yeah, so that, that, was, that was another idea. Um, because part of that is, um, when, you, when you're trying to pick what you from who you are anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. That's something. Um, so I am a bit of a joker, so with the clown gimmick. And I've been a raver, so that was that bit of a gimmick. But believe, I know you might find this hard to believe, Chris, but I can be a know-it-all. <laughs> so, so when it comes to like the Mr. Williams idea, um, it just kind of started clicking. So the blazer that I bought, um, I've had that from day one. How you, how you see me now as Mr. Williams, I've been like that literally from my debut. Wow. Um, so look-wise, there wasn't much evolution, but the character has, if you like, obviously, the more you, the more you do, the more people you work with, the more you learn, um, the more you, you, you kind of work, and uh, sorry, you learn to work the crowd, um, so you come up with different gimmicks, like the, the A, throwing the A-star up, like with my fingers, if you like, with my hands, yeah. another A-star for Mr. Williams, I just did that one day in a training match. <laughs> That's a great idea. And that was literally how that stuck. Um, when I was coming up with the actual How I Look as well, I'd just been to the cinema, so I've had, I've had to stick over this anyway, so it's not, not a surprise, but yeah. the glasses that I wear are actually 3D glasses with the lenses popped. <laughs> so yeah. that's where I got that idea from. The blazer is actually how my old maths teacher used to look. All right, okay. So that's where that idea came from. Um, I always think a teacher should look professional. So very rarely you'll see me on a show where I've not had a shave. Because that's just how I think teachers were. That's, what, that's how I think teachers are, if you like. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, 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 as you know, like I'm not shy. I don't mind being an idiot. I'm too old. What it is, Chris, I'm too old really to give a toss what people think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at that stage now where I'd, I'd rather, I'm, I'm not bothered. So I wasn't shy with regards to like shouting or getting grief or or just making, making myself look stupid. I don't know if you've ever seen me do a rumble at RWA. Coming not, out in like the pre year. No, I've not been to RWA, yes. So. Oh, okay. Right, I thought you'd been there. Right, well, when I, do an, when I do a rumble, and I don't want to do that in a shirt and tie, so <laughs> I'll, come out in a, I'll come out in a vest and shorts. Wow. With a whistle and a, and a little jacket and the shorts are just like a little bit too small, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then that comes from, have you seen the film Kez? Oh, not for years, yeah. Years But you remember, the, you remember the PE teacher? I think yeah. Brian Glover is it, the actor? Yes, yeah. That's my version of that. When I <laughs> when I went for, when I went for that look, that's why I had in my head. Wow. <laughs> um, so it's always ideas that you, you think. That's why one of the things Andy says at RWA when you're coming up with your gimmick, don't don't like don't leave any stone unturned. Your ideas can come from music, film, TV. Um, obviously, everybody's seen clips of wrestling on YouTube and pinched little ideas. I've pinched a few this week actually, which I'm going to work in. Oh wow! Just that, that little gimmick things that I've seen. I'm like, I'm having that. I've, I've got to do that. I still <laughs> do it now, even though I'm not working as much. Um, when I do work, I like to add in little bits and bobs just to. Oh shit! What are you doing? Oh, just to, it, it helps. I, I want to get as Mr. Williams. I want to get laughed at. Yes. Not with. Not with. So everything I do is to make that character work. If you like. Yeah, definitely. Was it a bit strange when you got brought out as the new GM to get the cheers? You got last um, do you know what it was? It was. It was. I, I, I sound a bit soft here, but it was heartwarming in a way. Yeah. That I got a decent response, but 
I knew for a fact, I knew straight away, in, in, just, to, just from the character, I had to shut it down straight away. Yes. Which, which is what I did, if you remember. Yeah, definitely. Shut up, idiot! <laughs> that was it, straight away, that was bang, back in character again. Um, and probably the same people that were cheering five minutes before were then booing me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they just want that um, idiot sticker, that's what they want. <laughs> well, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me <laughs> supply them, let me sort of dick in But the amount of people that I've given them to, you know, and I've, I've seen them like six months later, and they've got it stuck on like the phone yeah. or the wallet or the bag or whatever it is. It's crazy, but it's just little things like that that I think personally might make a difference to help get the crowd involved, um, to help get your gimmick over. Some people just want to, you'll just come out and kind of get in someone's face and like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm the big bad guy. Whereas it should be, it should be subtle. But yeah. that's not, I'm not like putting a stick on someone's head. It's subtle, subtle. but um, don't just don't just be the archetypal. You know, don't don't paint my numbers. Um, you've got to always put your own spin on things, and that's what I try and do with Mister Williams. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've, yeah, I've still got the idiot sticker. It's on my computer at work. So. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Fine. I rest my case. <laughs> Hello, this is the mayor of Chop City, Gino Ramsey, and you are listening to Broken But Glorious. All right, so Mr. Williams, I've asked the official Wrestle Island um, fan Facebook group. You mean, you, mean, you mean the idiot forum? <laughs> to provide that's some questions for you. That's right, If you've got a name, then name them right. <laughs> So, um, as we mentioned just then, you are now the GM of Wrestle Island. So, yes. how did it, how did that come about? Well, it, it was lucky that I was happened to be at Birkenhead that day uh, on a teacher training conference, believe it or not. Um, and I got a phone call from Jovi saying Pete had just been assaulted. Yes. And this can't go on. Apparently, while I've been away, there's been all kinds of shenanigans going on with um, Demoni. Yeah, and um, a few other people here and there, and she needs my help to bring some. Uh, uh, how can I say that? Some decorum, and some well, not some less idiots in the back, if you like. Yeah. So as well as as well as seeing to things out front of front of house, I'm also in the back, keeping everybody in check, making sure nobody's getting too far out of hand. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, so marvelous Mark Monroe, Monroe, sorry. Asked um, after the ridiculous. He's a fine gentleman. He's a, he's a fine gentleman. <laughs> after after the ridiculous tirade, after losing at the last show, what is Mister Williams' gonna actions gonna be against Billy Norton for not settling setting a good example for the young fans? Well, you see, it's like this, Chris. He lost fair and square. Everybody saw it. He tapped. It was it was a it was a, a submission match, and and he gave up. And it's as simple as that. I was It's a good job, actually, I was there on hand to make sure that things went as they should have gone. He tapped, it's as simple as that. I don't care what he says. He can rant all he wants. It's not a good look for the children. No. Um, we will be having words with him. I'm not going to say that there's any sanctions coming his way or anything like that. He's just a sore loser, Chris. That's all it is. Uh, um, Ryan Stanley asks, um, "Who side will you be on when it comes to Paradox versus Dogs of War? Since you're friends with Pitbull." Now, this again, this I don't know if you've if you've seen, but on social media, my hashtag is now harsh but fair. Yes. Now, that's there's a reason for that. As GM, I have got to be harsh, 
but I've also got to be fair. Now, it's not that the idiots at the Wrestle Island may agree with everything I may or may not do, but what they've got to understand is that I'm there, I'm there to do a job, I am going to do the job to the best of my ability, and if that means taking um, unpopular choices, I don't mind being that man that's got to make those unpopular choices. So take from that what you will, but I will do everything that I need to do to make sure that people are taking my responsibility seriously. Yes. And um, taking the island forward in a direction that I believe it should go. Okay, Joel asks, um, what's your thoughts on a possible match between Freddie and Jack Riley? Do you know what? I know those two gentlemen. I've known them for uh, quite a few years now. I was lucky enough to be... uh, I was already well-established at RWA when those two gentlemen started there. Um, I think they're both very, very talented. I think they both could go a very, very long way within wrestling. Um, It's just a shame that sometimes they can't see eye to eye. No, definitely. As you know, they, they 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 were... a major part of my student union. Um, they were there for a reason. Um, it was a shame what happened towards the end of, of things there. It kind of didn't go as it should have gone, but um, I know they've gone on to, I won't say bigger and better things, but they've gone on to uh, different things, each of them individually. Yes. Um, and I do I do believe that they'll still be a force to reckon with at the, at the island. Um, whether I have any... The, uh, towards the either one we, we may or may not find out I'm not sure on that one we'll see but both both are fine gentlemen and they both got lots of talent the pair of them. are you going to pl- are you planning to bring in some new students to help Lucy um, at this club at this moment in time no um, I'm still finding my feet in the role to be honest with you uh, if I do if I do think that I need to bring anybody on board then don't get me wrong Chris uh, I will do that if, if that's what I need to do to stamp my authority within the island, be rest assured, I will do anything and everything I need to do, like I've just said, to keep the island in the direction I feel it should be going. All right, so then we've got two questions from Ian Jones. So he said, what plans do you have What, what plans do you have planned for the island? And how do you feel about the island fans? Well, this is it. I mean... I'm not going to give you a spoiler alert because you, you're not having any spoilers. The idiots will just have to turn up to the shows and be entertained as usual um, and we'll see what happens. Um, plans going forward, like I say, there's a few people that might need to learn a few lessons, if you like. Yes. Um, coming back to the the fact that I am a teacher after all. Um that stupid announcer, Mike Angus, might be one of them, actually. Wow. Uh, I'm hoping he's got my 1,100 lines ready. Um, I did see a video online, actually, of him starting that. No, yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that. Stuck, I'm hoping he's not cheated and stuck a load of pens together just to you know, get it done a bit quicker. I'm hoping he hasn't done that. Because um, if he has, he'd be doing them again. Um, but as regards the talent in the vacuum plans, I think it's best to just keep turning up and... You will be entertained, obviously, as usual, and hopefully um, people will be happy with the new direction. Brilliant. (laughs) This is the Monster of Baden. 
the biggest masked member of the rejected and you're listening to broken but glorious <laughs> all right so wrestleland's next show is the fallen kingdom it's on the 6th of october and it's got a huge title yes, match where warren banks finally gets his hand on lucas Steele one-on-one for the island yes. championship um what should the if listeners who don't have never been to the island what should they expect from the show and from this match from the show, they should, uh, they should expect a family-friendly action, basically from the first bell to the last bell, and that's not of the match. That's from the very first match to the very last match. You know yourself, Chris, you've been there often enough. Yes. Um, sat front row, as usual. <laughs> you, need to, you need to keep them kids sat down, by the way, with the fingers <laughs> on the lips. But, you know, we'll let that slide every now and again. I think that the, this match has been brewing for... A while now, I think, bubbling in the background. If it has, like. yeah. Believe it or not, Chris, I, I can give you an exclusive that there are a few, or there have been a few tensions in the back. Wow. Um, which is part of the reason this this is match is coming. Um, the both obviously, well, I don't want to say fan favourites, but the both obviously respected by the island fans, um, and I think they're in for a, they're going to be in for a cracking match. Um, I can't, I'm not going to say which way I feel it may go because I think that'd be wrong of me to do so. Obviously, I've got to be harsh and fair, Chris, as I said. Um, but I think they're both going to go uh, all out from the first bell, like I just said, and they'll do all they can because they both want that championship. They both want to stand alone with the belt. So we'll see what happens on the day. Yes, I think this feud's been brewing for almost a year, I think. I was, I was convinced that Warren Banks was going to win the Rumble. That, that seemed to be the story that was being told. So, and no, no, no. See, this, see, this is it. The, the fans, including yourself, Chris, sometimes, and, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, yeah. but, can be, can, but can be idiots. Yes, OK. Right? You should just come to the island and support who you want to support, obviously, but don't try and second-guess. Don't try and... Don't try. Don't tell you what. Don't try and book the card. Don't. You're not the promoter. No. You're not the booker. You're not the booker. Just come, sit down, switch off for two, three hours, and one. Let the entertainment wash over you, and just be entertained. Don't. Don't be giving me. We thought this. We thought that. Because to be honest, Chris, I don't care. It's a case of you've got to come. Obviously, like I just said, root for your favourites. I'm not going to stop that. Obviously, a few kids need to stop running around the place. Yes. I might have to bring sanctions in place for that, actually. That's another point I'll bring up. Um, it's a dangerous place around the ring, Chris. Or can be a dangerous place. The, the kids need to sit down. When I tell sit down, put your fingers on your lips, it's bad enough I've got to look at you, I don't want to hear you. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's for, it's for your safety as much as, as much as the wrestlers. So, like I say... Don't try, don't try and book the card. Obviously, you can have your own opinion. You can discuss it as yourself on these bloody countries going up and down the country, fairly and everybody to the island. Yeah. Um, you can say what you want on the coach, but when you get out, when you get into the building, just just enjoy the card, enjoy the show. Right, then we have a, a fatal four-way between four competitors who really need to prove something. So you've got um, Joe Bolton who turned heel at the last show, turning on to uh, A to A. Terry Ezzett recently turned face and he's been having some great matches but he needs to turn these great matches into wins. Matthew Brooks 
loss, losing the um, Ireland title match at the last show, and then Alexa Falcon looking to get some momentum going into a women's title match at the next show. So this is going to be amazing this match, I think. Again, you've you've got four of the uh, the island's best in this. Well, I'm saying four of the island's best. Everybody on that show is booked for a reason. Yes. Everybody on the show is talented, so it doesn't really matter. Again, back to back to just turn on, come turn up, switch off, enjoy the show. Everybody on that card has been handpicked, if not by the promoter, by a little bit by me as well. I'll, I'll put my hat in the ring there. Um, but everybody is there for a reason. Um, this match, when you're speaking about Joe, Joe is an up-and-coming talent. Um, now, now he's not trying to bloody get cheers and all the rest of it. You, you, you might find he goes places. Yes. Um, Terry is it, by the way. I don't know. I used to like his, his attitude, but he's, he's gone the other way. He's trying to get these bloody cheers and stuff, and it's not really working for him, as you know. He can, he can do all these, these tricks, and he can be, obviously, a solid physical performer. But as you just said, he's got to start getting wins. Alexis Falcon, obviously, as well. She's been a great talent in the women's division. I think, could we see an upset? I'm not sure. She did well in, in the Rumble, obviously. She, so, yeah, well, then, well, there you go. Then uh, You don't need to really say much more about Alexis Falcon. Like I say, she's very talented. Um, the thing is, though, if she's after the women's, the women's championship, she should maybe focus a little bit more on that. Obviously, it's good to put yourself, challenge yourself. Well, we've got is, we've got another one contenders on the show as well. Is that right? Yes, we have um, Sean Only versus Scott Overman. Scott Overman's on a great run at the moment, and seeing me, he's ran out Cameron Solace from the island. Uh, he's probably had the best match in the last three shows. And mm, Sean Only, see, former champion, it's going to be a great. Uh, yeah, see, see, there you go. I don't know. That's again another two great lads, uh, very talented. I'm actually sitting ringside for that one. There you go. There's an exclusive for you. I might actually sit ringside for that match. Obviously, with a lot being at stake, I might have to. I might actually just. I might have to sit on the commentary booth for that one. I think maybe. Yeah, and uh, there's a man making his debut. Uh, Woodchuck. Uh, do you know much about him? I don't actually. I believe he's come from. Is it NGW? I believe he's been working up there. Yeah, I've, uh, not, I've never. Sure. I've not seen him live. It's, uh... I've so, heard about it. I don't. I don't think I have actually seen him. See, he was sanctioned coming before my appointment. Yes. The taxi. So um, I couldn't do anything. Well, not that I wanted to do anything about that. I'm, I'm happy. Obviously, new talent coming in. Uh, but I do believe he's been working quite a lot. Uh, obviously, up and down the country. But I think one of his main bases is NGW. Um, obviously, a very good company. So I, I'm expecting big things. Yeah, and he's accepted Big Jones Open Challenge. And he seems to be doing a lot of bit open challenges these days, go up and down the country, Big Joe. So. I, th- I think that, I think that's actually his. He is the open challenge man, I think, at the moment. Yeah, at the moment, that, that's, that's his. That's his gimmick now. I think. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, he's had some great. Yeah, some great matches and using this open gimmick, open challenge gimmick over the last couple of weeks. So, yeah. and then we have um, Jessica Light versus Nick uh, Natalie Wild. Yeah, again, two very talented ladies. Uh, I did actually see uh, Jessica Light versus Harry McKenney. Yes. Uh, was that the last show? Or the show that was the last, the last show, wasn't it? Yes. Um, where she showed a few, uh, a, a good few, um, how can I say that, uh, a good few points in her arsenal. Yeah. Um, like I say, she is talented. She's an up-and-comer. Whether she... Can handle everything that Natalie will be throwing at her. Um, 
is yet to be, yet to be seen. But I think it will be it will be a great match. Um, is that not a is, is that a contendership for the women's or is that is that just a women's division match? I think that's just a women's division match. Mm. See, I might have to have a word with uh, Peter on that one. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, because um, during that match, Harry McKinney, Natalie, and Dan Evans interfered in the match, causing um, Jessica to lose. And then after the match, Jessica challenged Natalie to a match at the next show. So mm. Yeah. See this. See this is the, we can't have everybody running from the back every two minutes. No. Um, so maybe I don't know. I might, I might have to. You know what, I might, I might end up just staying in the commentary booth for the whole of the show. We'll see. He's bringing Chuck Norris to be an enforcer to stop people. That's not a bad idea. I've, 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 I, might, I might have a few plans regarding the enforcer, but we'll, we'll, the enforcer role, shall we say, but we'll see. We'll see. All right, so then we have um, the Paradox uh, going to show the island's dominance against Britannia Wrestling's promotion champions and the Dogs of War. So how did this rivalry with Britannia come up? Come about? Sorry. Um, well, I can't say too much about it, um, but there was a few, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I shouldn't know the teacher, shouldn't I? Uh, a few, uh, interactions, there we go, Yes. shall we say, on social media. There were a few phone calls, believe it or not, I can, I can let you know that. Um, I've noticed the, the, the BWP roles of Steve Saxon for quite a while. Um, obviously, Dogs of War. Um, one of them being Pitbull, who, who I know very well, as you know. Yes. Um, but again, I've, I've got to be seen to be hashtag harsh but fair. Um, now, what I, I did say uh, on one of the social media posts, I think it was either yesterday, possibly today, um, somebody asking, whose corner was I going to be in? Have, have they not been listening? Have they not been seeing everything I've been trying to do? Harsh but fair. I'll do what I need to do to progress, um, not only the, not only the island, but the island uh, roster, um, but also we, we can't be seen to be backing down, taking any guff, if you like, yeah. from BWP. Um, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens on Saturday, actually, the day before. Wow! Yes. And then at the last show, we had an interaction between Tal Barnum and Harry McKenney. Hopefully, we'll get to see a bit more of that storyline. And then, finally, um, the last show, Dean and I defeated Gino Ramsey, which means he can have a match of his choice. So, it's going to be interesting what Dean and I is going no, to no, pick. No, no, just let me stop you there, Chris. This, see, see, this was part of the reason uh, why Jody made the phone call. Yes. Dean and I, and I thinks he can do... What he wants. Now, he's got to learn that's not the case. We've been having a few interactions. We've, we've spoken about his actions last time. Yeah. Um, myself and Peter have also got to discuss what happened and what we will be... Um, I can't really say too much. But the, the, there is there's more to come on this on this, shall I say. I can let you know that much at least. Um, but he's got to learn. Yes, yes, he's won the match, so obviously he's got a stipulation. But there, there, there may be more than meets the eye at the moment, shall we say. I can let you know that much. Great. So, you may find out, again, again, you may find out more on the show. Cool, so I'll put um, ticket information 
in the description below this interview. Um, it's again, it's on the sixth of October at the Birkenhead Boys Youth Club. Alright, so before we go, work. At, is there anywhere else people can see you in the near future? Um, there is actually. Um, I will be obviously I'll be at BWP the day before with the island with Peter um, and obviously Paradox. Um, also, I've been doing a little bit here and there for uh, Just Fabulous Wrestling. You, you can see me there. Yeah. Um, also, there's a promotion in Belgium that I'm also working with. Um, so you're Jamie, the women's champion. Oh. Yes, she is. Yes, she's still champion. Yeah. Yes, I'm over there on the 9th, I believe, of the 9th of November that weekend. I'm over there. Um, I've also got... Uh, a couple of bits and bobs in the pipeline. I'll post up on my page. And what I'll do, I'll, t- I'll tease that one, Chris. I'll tease that one. <laughs> if people go to my page on Mr. Uh, on Facebook, uh, Mr. Williams Esquire, um, like, follow, all the rest of it, on all the shenanigans there. Um, I've also got a... What else am I I'm trying to think now? Uh, <coughs> I should get a dive, shouldn't I? <laughs> uh, I'd have it hand, it's just full of teacher training conferences and stuff. I need to book these shows under. Cool. I'll put the link to your Facebook account in the description as well. So, I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on you again much. in the future. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, obviously, in a, in a professional manner as GM of uh, Wrestle Island moving forward. If there's anything you need to discuss, any questions you need to ask, fire away. You can ring me anytime, Chris. Unofficially, on the record or off the record, that's fine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>